1: Olivia Chow was recently elected mayor of Canada's largest city, defeating what was, well, it was a, it was comical. The, the slate of candidates, I think there was over a hundred people that were running to be mayor of Toronto. Um, now there are reports that some pro Beijing groups are taking credit for helping Chow win. Now, she has publicly said she didn't ask for any help. She says she didn't even know that these groups were actually helping, if they were in fact helping. And then also adding to the question of this whole conversation is she's been pretty vocally anti-Beijing. So why would they want to help her? But And then the overarching element to all of this is, once again, this is... um, quote-unquote evidence, if you will, of China interfering in Canadian elections. We know that they had the same sort of claims were made following the Vancouver election. You know what's happened nationally in the federal election campaigns, all these sorts of things. So this is just yet another instance of, okay, we've got something that we need to deal with to help us make sense of exactly what's being talked about here. We're going to join uh, up with Tom Blackwell, who is a reporter with the National Post. Tom, thanks for being with us. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Let's start with with the groups that sort of are coming forward to say, hey, we were involved in getting um, Ms. Chow elected mayor of Toronto. Who are they?
0: Uh, Yeah, there's two two groups uh, that I wrote about. One is uh, called the the Canada-Toronto Pooching Business Association, and the other is the uh, Confederation of Toronto um, uh, Chinese-Canadian Organizations. And both of them, uh, in slightly different ways, uh, are you know seem quite closely aligned with uh the chinese government and 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 uh their their diplomats in in toronto w- the first group i mentioned the fuching business association um uh, kind of famously in in recent months uh their their office location was listed in uh, chinese state media as, as the location of one of the uh the Chinese, so-called Chinese police stations in in Canada. Um, And and their own website talks about how they were set up under the guidance uh, of the United Front Work Department, which is a branch of the Chinese Communist Party that's sort of, you know, at the forefront of of their influence and interference operations uh, overseas. The other group, the Confederation, uh, has a long history of Sort of working, I, I guess you could say, uh, or, or, or espousing, I guess, positions that are that that uh, are similar to what the Chinese government does on uncontroversial issues like, you know, Tibet and mm-hmm. Hong Kong democracy, et, et, et cetera, et cetera, and, and have worked with the local consulate uh, a, no, a number of times. So it, it, they're quite quite closely uh, tied, I guess you could say, with uh, with, with Beijing.
1: So. There's, there's no doubt. There, I mean, there's no question about whether where their allegiances lie or their ties to Beijing. We know that that's well established. That, that's not up for dispute.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, they would certainly uh, deny that they right. uh, are, are are not loyal to Canada. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to make a statement saying that 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 their only loyalty is to is to uh, China, but certainly. Those ties that I mentioned are, you know, are quite clear-cut and and uh, sort of go beyond uh, simply sort of recognizing the the uh, you know country of origin yeah. of, uh, of Chinese Canadians or anything like that.
1: So, in terms of what we know about their claims of support of Chow, it's in a letter. I mean, they're they're publicly talking about this, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, publicly uh, in uh, internally, if you I will, I guess, mean, right. Chinese language media. So, um, uh, you know, uh, out of reach, I guess, to to non-Chinese speaking uh, uh, Canadians. But yeah, there's a a letter that talks about how they, both of these groups, a letter from one of the two groups that talked about how both of them uh, sort of worked all out to to help her and and provided many volunteers. Uh, There's a uh a, a um a message on the post on the on the wechat uh social media app that um someone passed on to me I, again in chinese that sort of encourages this is from one of the officials of one of these two groups uh, encouraging her followers to uh support Zhao and includes a, a photograph she took with with, with uh with mayor Zhao. so uh, that, that that's the evidence um certainly as you mentioned you know when I asked uh the mayor's team about this, uh they said, you know we, we didn't ask for this. they didn't ask us if if we wanted their help, but they there was they certainly didn't say that they didn't get the help, so yeah, um,
1: yeah. when we take a look at chow's response uh, and it's sort of like oh, I didn't know anything about this, right I mean that and there's no reason to believe that she did like she's saying I wasn't involved in this. I don't even know if it's be true she's sort of t- back right away from it, right.
0: Um, pretty, pretty pretty much, yeah. Certainly in the, in the sense of there being any coordination between these groups and, and her campaign. She says there was none. And, and as you said, no reason to believe yeah. that's, that that's not the case.
1: What about why? Because uh, if you take a look at Livia Chow, her, her record is pretty well established, Tom, in terms of... Being a pretty vocal opponent of Beijing, she's spoken a lot about human rights abuses, things like that. How does it make sense that pro-Beijing groups would want to help her get elected as mayor of Canada's largest city?
0: Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, certainly in the past, um, she has been, uh, you know, on the on the record as you know, for instance, commemorating the uh, Tiananmen Square massacre and 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 also speaking out against. uh, the uh, suppressing of, of uh, Hong Kong uh, democracy movement. Um, I don't think she's <laughs> spoken a lot about those issues during the campaign, but but certainly that that's that's definitely a part of her her record. Um, I mean, I, I think one can speculate that um, China and and its proxies, I guess uh, in Canada, you know, are anxious to exert whatever influence that they can uh, on the Canadian um, political system um and th- these groups have, uh uh one of them especially has worked with a number uh of other uh politicians uh, you know from uh both liberal and and, and party and, and conservative party in the in the past um I mean, another sort of hint at, at at sort of the motivation or the, or the the modus operandi is uh, there's a, a, a kind of a manual for uh, officials of this United Front Work Department that was leaked to the Financial Times a few years ago. And, uh, you know, in, in one part of it, it, it actually mentioned, you know, a number of Chinese Canadians have been elected to office in the Toronto area in in recent years. So you know, officials should should strive to work with with, with those people. You know, whatever that means. Uh, so I mean, it, it it seems that whether those uh, politicians are really uh, interested in working with uh, representatives of the Chinese government or or their proxies, that that there is an attempt to sort of try to influence them. Uh, you know, whether whether it's successful or not, I guess.
1: And like you say, regardless, whether we talk about why they would support Olivia Chow, whether they did when we talk about whether she knew about it, all of that falls to the side when we take a look at this this as just yet another example of Beijing being involved in the Canadian political system openly, um, blatantly, in fact bragging about the influence and the power that they have. It speaks to that bigger issue that we've talked so much about in this country.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, openly is perhaps uh, debatable because, I mean, these groups uh again they they don't uh say that they are uh working uh, on behalf of the, the Chinese government I mean, we we can we can we can speculate about that i mean based on those connections that i talked about earlier but it's it's not uh sort of overt, overt uh in, in that sense but yeah certainly i i think it is more evidence of, of this kind of thing and and like i said i mean these groups uh especially the one that have worked with a number of politicians including even uh the the former mayor of Toronto, john Tory uh someone p- passed on to me a photograph uh from one of his re uh campaign events uh from two thousand nineteen in which the honorary chair of this one of the two groups is sort of standing behind him uh you know at, at, the, at the podium so uh th- yeah i mean it's if not the uh government Chinese government representatives themselves the diplomats then certainly they're uh, the groups that are very sympathetic to, to their cause uh, are deeply, seem to be deeply involved in Canadian politics.
1: Yeah, exactly, which is very, very alarming. Tom, thank you so much for breaking down the story for us. I really appreciate your time.